103.9 FM, WOZO Radio, Knoxville. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Digital Free Thought Radio Hour. The swirl of smoke from candles burning While Mary looked up yearning I got confirmed and I confessed I really felt that I was blessed Plus I love my uniform So did the boy who lived next door But something changed When I became of age Things I thought were true Someday I'd break the big time Hello and welcome to Digital Free Thought Radio Hour. We're on WOZO Radio 103.9 LPFM live right here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Today is July 21st, and if you're not listening to it on July 21st, then you're listening to a rebroadcast or a podcast of the show. I'm Dotter 5, and as usual, we have on the phone Wombat with us. Say hello, Wombat. It's the Wombat! What's up, everybody? It certainly is, and we also have another guest uh, from uh, Brazil, I believe it was, and her name is Fanny. Say hi, Fanny. How are you doing, guys? <laughs> nice doing to well. meet you. Yep. <laughs> yep. Both. Uh, True. Digital Free Thought Radio Hour is a call-in talk radio show about atheism, free thought, rational thought, humanism, and the sciences. And conversely, we also talk about religion, religious faiths, gods, holy books, and superstition. And if you get the feeling that you're the only non-believer in Knoxville, well, you're just not. There are several atheist, free-thinking, and rationalist groups that exist right here in Knoxville, and we'll be telling you how you can connect with them right after the mid-show break. Um, did you know there was also an atheist call-in television show broadcasting here in Knoxville? Did you know about that, I was, uh, Wombat? Yeah, I was disappointed by it, to be perfectly honest. You were? I, oh, that's terrible. I didn't feel like it had to take place in Europe. I feel like they were copying way too much Europe. from the other Spider-Man, Miles Morales, who actually came out with a better movie last year. Spider-Man? I feel like overall it was very safe, and to be honest with you, I'm kind of done with the whole MCU at this point. I just feel yeah. like they're just treading ground. I don't care about well. Phase 4. It's just a soap opera now. Like, let it end at yeah. end game. We're done. Yeah. Well, you'll have to listen to us at the mid-show break and find out actually how to listen to the right show because you're still listening, obviously, to the wrong show. But uh, do that uh, after, uh, I guess it'll be 7.30 when the show comes uh, to a mid-show break. We'll tell you how you can actually watch it on uh, local TV here in Knoxville and streaming online. And in spite of what Steve Martin would have you think, there are an awful lot of atheist songs out there. And you'll be hearing some of them right here on this program and generally on the station as they are in rotation. So let's get right to the show. What are we going to be talking about today? We got, some, we got some great things. We got some really great feedback from two weeks ago uh, on the show that has been posted through Street Epistemology uh-huh. or Reddit slash uh, backslash r slash 
r backslash street epistemology or maybe it's just r slash street epistemology um uh we got a question that deals with pascal's wager and we'll deal with that in the second half of the show but right now we have okay. a guest on the line uh she's coming all the way from brazil her name's fanny and we just completed an interview just before this radio show uh started to go live so fanny uh how you been what are you all about uh, mind if we ask you some questions can we chat <laughs> so yeah uh, I'm good. Thank you for asking. Uh, I'm Brazilian and I live in Canada currently, oh. uh, going through immigration and matching process. I'm a physician and um, I'm about to stay at home and taking care of my two years old uh, child, my first child, uh, it's my daughter Shiva. <laughs> cool. I'm cool. an atheist and um, yeah, so I take care of my baby and Recently, I opened a YouTube channel to talk about uh, my interests, uh, including atheism, epistemology, politics, and you know. So I I, I end up like reaching Tyron to talk about this epistemology in general. But uh, I really like to apply in all the fields, in more in scientific and recently in pseudo science and no fab movement. So whatever you guys want to talk like just throw the subject we what's, the, what's the biggest difference from living in brazil to now living in canada if you don't mind me asking oh uh, what really made us come to canada was uh security oh. you know i think that is the big issue i think that is probably the biggest reason of people coming out of brazil hmm. it's a fantastic country you can Pick and choose whatever you want to live in according like uh, your climate, yeah. flavor, uh -huh. you know, like uh, yeah. whatever you, you want, you can pick and choose around Brazil, but uh, you don't feel safe, you know, like uh, that is the issue with, I think, pretty much all Brazilians would complain about. Mm. And that was the reason that made us, after the baby, you know, having a, 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 our baby born, we decided like we need to... We stayed there for like five years and we were fine and then the baby came and like no we want more security we want yeah, to raise sure. our kids in a safer place so that that i think is the big issue you know you certainly and couldn't difference. get that in america right now for especially with the status of immigrants here oh uh, yeah I'll, I'll... so canada would be the logical choice no i actually think that uh we would end up maybe in the future trying to immigrate to America. I don't think the uh, um, America is an issue for legal immigrants. And I think that is a, is mm. a nice uh, subject to be discussed too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll throw this out. Uh, Brazil, very religious country. Um, how did you become an atheist, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, yeah. No, uh, that is a really good question, Tyrone, because... Uh, it's something that I normally like asking my my interviewers, and we did not explore that much with you, and maybe in the next talk. Yeah. But uh, I think I had the problems of not becoming a theist. You know, I think like we all born atheists. Right. Yeah. You know, without any beliefs or any fairy tale, and then. Uh, you know, parents or whatever raise us with like those ideas of uh, imaginary friends and supernatural deities. So when I, uh, my parents, they are very liberal, 
you know, my mom was raised in a Catholic Christian uh, uh, family, uh, not raised by her parents, uh, by family still, but they were like forcing her to go to, to the church school and Bible school and go uh -huh. to church on weekends, so she hated it. And, uh, and that made her, I think, more liberal. And my father is a Jap Japanese descendant, so uh, Buddhist family, mm. but as well being in Brazil, immigrating, and you know, they were very liberal and they did not really indoctrinate him much in the religious. So when he came to live in, in Brazil and like being young, and I think he just like assumed and, and kind of like adopted Christianity, Mm -hmm. In like in, in the way that most Christians, you know, do not really go to church, do not really follow doctrines mm -hmm. or, or whatever. So they were very liberal, but uh, they baptized us. You know, they they got married in the Christian Catholic Church. But uh, as soon as started with all the education indoctrination, they were very liberal and secular. So one thing that I always heard, and I think that was what raised my values as a person, as a good person that I consider myself, it's what I've always heard them saying, like, don't do to others what you don't want them to do to yourself. To, you know? Yeah, that's, and, that's confusion. Confucius, and, I mean. Uh, and it, and, and it doesn't really need religion. You don't need to talk about God, the creation of the universe or anything when you present this unique value that is, I think is very important. And you don't really need anything else. So uh, <laughs> later when we had to go through like socializing with other people and the religious uh, indoctrination, they let us free to decide if you wanted to go through. and. I picked the side that I wanted to do it with my friends because social issues. <laughs> no. Right. right. Yeah, we, we want to be like, oh, my friends are doing, I want to do it as well. So I went to the Bible school and I had problem in the first time. The first day was <laughs> a, like a, a, an evening school and I raised my hand and they were talking about that Trinity stuff and I was like, this makes like no sense. You know, I had like mm -hmm. basic physics, by the way. That <laughs> And, and I was like, uh, I don't think this works, teacher, and could you explain me it better? You know, like three people in the same body, and they are the same people, but they are not together, and then Seems they like are together, and sometimes they, mm -hmm. it's, it's really I don't confusing. think anybody really understands it. <laughs> so I, I told them, that was the first class, and it's like, the first day is so complicated, and you know, like I had like the books and all my notes, I was really nerdy, <laughs> uh -huh. and I was like, yeah, so this makes no sense, can you explain it better? And her answer was like, you don't have to understand, you have to believe, mm -hmm. and that is faith. And I was like, I was uh, broke down, you know, like I went back home and I told my mom, I don't want to go to that school because this teacher doesn't want to explain me things. So how am I going to learn things if they don't explain it to me? Yeah, and I can't. Then, <laughs> can't really. And uh, I kept going and she's like, no, but this is face, you know, like you're facing all this curiosity, but you have to like not contest, like not contest, please don't do it, you know, like, so don't cause problems. and. Uh, I kept causing problems in the mm -hmm. next days, and the the director, the principal for the little Bible school was a uh, family of her neighbor, so came to talk to my mom, and my mom, oh my gosh, you're causing so much problem, I'm going to take you out of the school. 
<laughs> and I was like, oh, thank you, because uh, it's it sucks. You know, it's <laughs> okay. really bad school. They don't. Tell them I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I end up like coming out. She got me a, a particular private teacher that was actually like a grandma of a friend of mine, and she would just bring us talk about those stories in the Bible, not really educate us on that and let us play, you know? So it was like a little group and the, the Bible school accepted this lady to give us the class and gave us the certificate as we, we went through the school. Mm. <laughs> and we were playing, no, we were playing in the pool. So I came through this like kind of a, uh, a smooth year because they found a solution from for my case, but uh, then it, during this period, I was like 12 years old, they also put uh, the, the religion classes in the school. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to run away from this thing, and this thing is running, you know, it's chasing me. I have to go now, like this is an obligatory class from the school, and I don't know how I'm gonna deal with this because it's all this thing, I cannot, Right. And uh, and I like when I tried to interact, they just shut me down. So I, I actually went to the principal when I told her like I lied, I lied. I told her like, oh, you know what? My grandma is Buddhist, and I'm thinking that I don't fit in this religion that you guys are teaching around here. So I'm gonna seek for the other religion, and I want to be dismissed from the class. And I was twelve. I asked my mom if I could do that. She's like, don't put me into this, but if you want to go talk to the principal, you can do it. So I did it, and she, and she thought that was reasonable, and she let me go. <laughs> so yeah. I had this class free once a week from, from the religion, and I did not really need to go through. Yeah. I, I kept I mean, myself it's fault. They put you in a position of having to, to lie to get out of it. <laughs> I, otherwise, you would have had been stuck in something you didn't believe. But they would have yeah. been happy with that. They didn't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I managed to stay away from it for a little bit more. But I, I did go through like socializing. You know, I would go to church with friends when they are going to the mass in the middle of the week because after we would go for a nice spring, you know. So I was into the community. I knew what they were talking about, all their crazy stuff, woo-woo stuff. And like, yeah, and I'm seeking for well, another crazy stuff because apparently I cannot not believe in anything, you know. Mm -hmm. So I have to pick someone. So I'm going for the next one. So I started reading spiritualistic, spiritist books, and okay. like uh, in five, six years when I left my city, I went through spiritism. I read a bunch of uh, Lung Kardec books yeah. and all the ghosts. Fanny, and, you know, just so I can catch up. When, so before you, you said you like you were born an atheist, but you didn't have the label. You were just like, hey, I just don't believe that. And then you went to the, like the Sunday schools with your friends. Again, realized, hey, I don't believe that. Didn't get a good reason to believe it. And as a result, you jumped from I don't believe that to spiritualism. Why, if you know what I mean? Yes, yes, and that is what I blame. Uh, society and in religious indoctrination you know because i took uh, 26 years of my life to to accept myself as mm. an atheist okay yeah. you know because uh, you were so it, it, and it, maybe it doesn't happen like bad like that in, in north america but we're talking about brazil where 86 percent oh. of population is christian 
Larry, do you, you know, know how many so... people in the US <laughs> on general? And if you talk, if you say no. like, I don't believe they like it, you have it... no heart. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. like you eat babies. Right. You say you are atheist. You like, oh my gosh, you probably. Yeah. yeah. You, Where do you get you your morals? Yeah. 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 You can't be good without God. Right. Mm -hmm. I've know, heard that. Like that is this type of yeah. statement you hear. Or people are afraid. So yeah, I went through be a lot of God. beliefs in in trying to seek spirituality and and fit into beliefs until I like. You know, like I just started reading more into science and meeting other people that that were free from religion. And like, I'm not that an alien. You know, when you start feeling that you're not that weird and and you can't be part of other group, more like that. So yeah, I think that is why I'm so engaged into free speech and in epistemology and talking about religion, even if it's still offensive to most of people. I think it's important. You know, to reach out all these people that do not fit into religion, and they they feel they are wrong, and they right. feel they are bad, and they're alone. And, no, they, they feel they, alone. Yeah, they feel they are lonely, and it's it's not exactly like you have other people, you know, that are reasonable as as you are, and yeah, you can be part of this community and not be lonely, and be judged by religious people as like right. not having morals. So, <laughs> are, you part, are you part of an atheist community up there in Canada? I'm part of like I try to associate with pretty much everybody like American atheists. No, yeah, in yeah. Brazil, in mm -hmm. Brazil we have the Ateia, that is a it's the atheist group, okay. agnostic and atheist group yeah. in Brazil. But I mean, do you have uh, people that you can get together with like on a weekly or monthly basis up there that that are like-minded? Oh, I would like no, not yet. Well, you know, we have no. we have a saying down here. If you don't have one, <laughs> start one. Start one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I believe that there is a community, but we're kind of like we moved a, a year ago, and in the last six months we have moved again to another city. So yeah, we we're kind of like new around. Oh, I see. I would say this with street epistemology, or at least SC, is it allows you really to reach out and start your own community in a way that is probably easier to manage than say like a, a regular scheduled meeting with people on a meetup group. So like if you if you're the sort of person that's got other like a lot of other like busy tasks to do, but you do want to reach out with people and you do want to like build a skill where you can talk with people and and feel like you can talk with anyone and then reach out with other street epistemologists. I found like SC's been really good for that. And then as far as like being like um it it gets you what you need out of it. Like you can reach out to people, you can get the community that you need, but you're doing it really strictly on just your own terms whenever you have the time for it. <laughs> so there is that. There is that component. So you can find your own way to make your own community, I'm saying. It doesn't have to be like with SE or with Meetup or anything, but like if you're in a situation where you can't you don't feel like you can reach out and there's no one around you, there's communities waiting for you that you can make on your own terms in any way that you uh so feel true. comfortable with. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you you know, Fanny, you don't really know Larry really well. Larry, 
But do you find any correlations between her stories and yours? I found a lot in mine, like her path. Yeah, well, uh, she said that she went like 25, six years uh, before she found out she was an atheist. And it is really a realization, not a decision. A lot of people think it's a decision, like I'm going to be an atheist yeah. starting next Tuesday. Oh, you man. can't really do that. It feels that easy. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, no, no. It's it's a realization. Like, you you oh, come no, to the I'm realization that, that, there are, that there are actually gods are not real. Yeah. Uh, but I was, so I was 22. I'd already been through the Navy, you know, high school, na Navy, and then I went to college before I ever met another atheist of course i was born in 1950 it was a whole different world back then oh. you talk about 80 80 percent of the people being christian back then it was more like 95 percent yeah and i believed it was like a hundred percent and you're one of them because <laughs> i'd never met one until i met one in college and we ended up getting married <laughs> <laughs> nice. yeah so uh no it it's a it's quite a change uh people think that they can just decide not to believe in gods but it's not you can't do that any more than you can decide to become gay or decide to you know change your yeah. sexual identity i mm -hmm. mean it's just it's who you are uh, and uh i also it, it, it evolves go I, ahead i i got the same well i had the when she was saying like hey you realize you're an atheist but you don't want to be an atheist so you pick something that's religious but gives you the freedom to express right. it how you want. I've done that same right. thing too. Uh, and it yeah. wasn't until like I was out of the country and away from every single person who knew me that I think knew, that I thought knew me that I was like, hey guys, I'm an atheist. It's, so, it's like the conclu only conclusion I can get to. But I went through from like Christian with an open mind, spiritual, non-religiously affiliated, uh, uh, just with God, good, but with, with God. And then just like, mm -hmm. you know what? I'm not religious to just find like, hey, it's it's, it seems to be the label that fits me the best. Uh, these people aren't as scary as I thought. But there was that recognition where you're like, oh no, I'm an atheist. And I can remember that. It was yeah. really startling. Yeah. Well, I never went through that phase. A lot of people do. A lot yeah. of people go from, I can't believe all this stuff in Christianity, but I'll still believe in God and the soul. And, and maybe Buddhism is right, or maybe uh, Hinduism or something, and they, they just go through these different stepping stones to atheism. Yeah. Uh, with only, me, uh, only to I realize that they were there thing... from the beginning. That's the craziest part, though. Like, as, as Fanny said, like, she was born an atheist. Like, she was born mm -hmm. without that yeah. religious belief, was convinced that it was true or that she would be bad if she didn't believe it, and was struggling to get back to her default position. And that's what's crazy right. about it. Yeah, well, what I was saying is uh, the closest I ever came to something like that, the stepping stones, was when I was in the Navy. Um, I did not want to go to church. I didn't like the preacher up there preaching about hell, dam you know, hell and damnation and souls going to hell and all that stuff. So uh, I, I didn't go to church, and the first thing they did was put me to work on Sunday. <laughs> you know, if it's, sure, not, yeah, if it's yeah. not cleaning, if it's not washing dishes, it's cleaning the galley or mowing yards. So I decided to start visiting other churches, like Buddhist churches or Hindus and Muslim, you know, going to different churches uh, so that I wouldn't be sitting there in a Baptist uh, church, a pew being yelled at. <laughs> no, let me tell but, you. So I got, I got indoctrinated, well, not indoctrinated, but I got uh, a lot of information about the different religions then. 
And that was before I even went to college. So I, that was cool. I recently drove up to Nashville and there was a Sunday assembly going on. And Sunday assembly is like a party. It's like live music. Everyone there is friendly. Everyone there is really open-minded. And it's a very diverse uh-huh. group of people. But they typically yeah, they do celebrate it, live. Mm, <laughs> they do it at places where they normally hold churches. And there was a big place that had a bunch of churches really nearby, like on this similar campus. Like old, old gothic-looking churches. And I stepped out of the Sunday assembly as they were setting up and went to a like a Methodist one and it was already in session and I just decided to sit down in the pew and like see if I can remind myself what this was like and I could only take it for like about seven minutes before mm-hmm. I was like this is boring yeah. it's so boring yeah. it's just one guy yeah. telling them everyone the way how it is everyone quietly you're taking notes or nodding yeah. and none of it making mm-hmm. any sense and nobody every- raising their hand nobody no. answering, answering questions everyone looking like they fell <laughs> out of a gap commercial it's just like uh, you know, uh, pastel colors and collars from top to the very bottom. I'm just like, this yeah. is maddeningly boring. I cannot take it, so I have to get out. Yeah. And then you punish your kids for squirming. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, it's true. So, um, hey, just as a quick question before we head into the break, we have about uh, uh, nine minutes before then. But, uh, Fanny, you, would you mind describing yes. the nature of. I guess, like churches in Brazil. In America, we have a lot of different kinds of churches. Um, Pentecostal, we even have things like black churches or like, you know, Asian churches, but like black churches with very uh, loud, progressive music, um, chants. Yeah. Uh, it has a completely mm-hmm. different vibe than like the white churches that I've been to. And <laughs> I'm just saying that as yeah, a person who's gone I think I think the American is very well portrayed in the movies. I okay, think it, okay, okay. For us, yeah. for us, uh, you know, from uh, South America, we we can see this uh, this spectrum of the churches in mm. North America. Okay. By the what is portrayed in movies, in Brazil, it's it's underrepresented. Would say you know like for people to really see the diversity of. Uh, of the church, like you said, I, I would maybe be even I- ignorant to talk about this subject, you Whoa. know, to, to really tell you, because maybe there is much more than what I know. But uh, w- like I told you, like most of most of people are Christians, and uh, but uh, not uh, monotheists as Catholic, you know. So what we have is like a, a big chunk is. Catholics and uh-huh. the evangelists, you know, they're like innumerable and so diverse evangelical churches, and each one with their own Bible and doctrine and values, probably, you know. So it's very diverse into the Christian side hmm. in this way as, oh, as yeah. a Catholic and evangelist. So yeah. the evangelicals are not a, a homogeneous group. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay. But then we have all the other sects that, uh, yeah, there is a lot of uh, African uh, descendant uh, yes. r- religious, yeah. you know, so we have like the Umbanda and all the other types of sects that are related that I, I believe they are polytheists, you know, they do a lot of ritualistic, uh, you know, rituals killing animals, blood, stuff, candles cool. on the streets. <laughs> yeah, and this is another issue because, uh, yeah, I think in Brazil it's a, it's a hot topic to talk about religiosity and secularism because we have this as uh, coming up 
you know, more recently with the new president. I don't know if you guys have heard about uh, Jair Bolsonaro. He's no. called a far right. Uh, you know, so since he came, he he his slogan of his campaign was all based in religiosity. That is very anti-constitutional because in our constitution in Brazil, it says clearly in the 19th article uh, that it's the country is secular, the state is secular in Brazil, trying to protect all these small groups, minorities. I'm glad it's just not us dealing with this problem. (laughs) Sometimes you get so self-absorbed with U.S. But then it came this president that is really clearly and strongly uh, Catholic and talks about events helping evangelists in politics, so there's a lot of uh, corruption. Hmm. You know, like what I mean, like religious corruption, sure. because uh-huh. it's a bunch of favors going under the oh, table, yeah, definitely, definitely. and uh, and he clearly has uh, reported to other people. Like after he became elected, uh, he said, like whoever is not Christian or Catholic can just leave the country because this country is Catholic, and we're not going to follow this wow. whatever constitution says. We've heard that yeah, here. Yeah, he is. Well. Sounds like Trump. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These guys might get and along. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Recently, he has said that he would uh, put, uh, uh, what was the, the expression? A strong, a, a very strong evangelical minister. That was his saying. Mm-hmm. He would choose a very evangelical minister, you know, to put yeah. in, in as mm-hmm. a minister. Well, and, have uh, help y'all. We, <laughs> So it sounds so, like the climate uh, isn't so... So if you're an American in Knoxville listening to this, it doesn't sound like the climate... The more things the change, the more things stay the same. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, no yeah. matter where you are, it seems to be similar cases. Particularly if you're from an atheistic persuasion, you have similar yeah. issues around the world. Okay. And I know that people on South of Brazil, uh, they are, because of the region, regionality, on you know it's not that independent as united states so these states are not that independent and cannot really throw laws like that but there are some laws coming in municipal level in some cities in south of brazil that are allowing you know or i don't even know how if this is a right that the the government should give to people but they are allowing those rituals on public areas. Mm. So the people from Umbanda and other African sects that would do those things in their, they do not have church, but they have what they call like backyard. It's called Tejero. Mm-hmm. It would be like the backyard. So it's the backyard of someone's house and they wow. do these rituals. But then now they want to do this on the streets because they believe it's good to do in, in, in to like crossing roads. Right. No? So they want to do in the public area, and it's, some cities a, have put laws to like, protect their what, rights of doing on public areas. It's like the so slow escalation of things like this. But you mentioned you mentioned that you had a YouTube channel. Do you talk about any of this stuff on the YouTube channel? Yes, I actually made the YouTube channel after having too much attacks on my Facebook, my personal, uh-huh. my personal yeah. YouTube uh, yeah. Facebook channel. Some people delete their accounts. Other I, people say, "No, we're doubling in on this. This is great. That's great." That's great. <laughs> yeah, uh, in January, when the the this president came with these allegations of like Brazil, it's not secular. 
I came to oh. talk against that and making short videos on the live videos, talking about that and then, of course, talking about uh, my atheism and some political opinions. And forgive me and for interrupting. that made people forgive really me. attack Fanny, uh, sorry, we're at the bottom of the hour. We do have to do a caller ID station. Uh, okay, okay. Larry, you want to take care of that? No and then we can go out to a break, and I'm sure we'll have plenty to oh, discuss sure. when we come back to the, yeah, end no of the show. Yeah, no problem. Okay. Yeah. We left off talking about your uh, YouTube channel, that uh, yeah. we need to tell the folks how they can uh, find it. Uh, all they're going yeah. by right now is just Fanny. But okay. we'll get into Fanny that. Fanny Anzai. Yeah. Anzai. A-N-Z-A-I. Z-A-I. Yeah. Okay. Uh, real good. We'll go into the uh, bro the break right now. Uh, we usually play a song first, and then come back and start talking about the groups that are here in Knoxville that you can join the atheist and free thinking groups. But right now, station identification WOZO Radio one hundred three point nine LP FM live right here in Knoxville, Tennessee, and go for music.
Sometimes I can't believe the things these preachers have the nerve to say to me. But maybe the things that I'd have to say to them are really just as bad. Cause the only times I ever thought of suicide, I was waiting on the Lord to direct my life. Saying, Give me one word, I'll put down the knife, I'll never pick it up again. Luckily I held out long enough to see Everybody really makes their own destiny It's a beautiful thing, it's just you and me Exactly where we belong Listening to the Digital Free Thought Radio Hour on Wozo 103.9 LPFM in Knoxville, Tennessee. Feel free to join in on the conversation at 865 333 5937. That's 865 333 5937. And now back to the show. Digital Free Thought Radio Hour. Welcome back to the Digital Free Thought Radio Hour. This is WOZO Radio 103.9 LP FM live right here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Today's July 21st, 2019. And if it's not where you are, then you're listening to a rebroadcast or a podcast of the show. I'm Doubter5, and uh, here's how we... Uh, let's talk now about the free thought groups that you can join right here in Knoxville, Tennessee. First, there's the Atheist Society of Knoxville. Founded in 2002, we're in our 16th year. ASK now has over 850 members. Actually, geez, 950 yeah, members as of, as of this morning. Nice. That's right. Awesome. And you can find us online at knoxvilleatheist.org, or you can just go to Google and type in Knoxville Atheist, and that will find us. It's just that simple. Also, you can join ASK in person by their weekly meetup which happens every tuesday evening at barley's tap room and pizzeria in the old city where we get together for food drink and conversation everyone is welcome that is as long as you don't come to preach proselytize provoke or punch thank you atheist experience by the way if you don't live in knoxville you should go to meetup and search for an atheist group in your town 
Don't find one? Start one. <laughs> Another large free-thinking group here in Knoxville are the Rationalists of East Tennessee. They've been around for more than 20 years. RET has bi-weekly presentations and discussions at the Pellissippi State Campus near Hardin Valley Road. They meet the first and third Sundays in the Goyne Administration Building on, on the campus grounds. And if that's too much to remember, just go to rationalist.org and click on Upcoming Events. Uh, earlier in the show, we said we'd talk about Knoxville's atheist call-in TV show as opposed to this radio show. Well, it's called Free Thought Forum, and you can see it most every Wednesday between 6.30 and 7.30 on Comcast Channel 12 or Charter Channel 192. Or you can watch it streaming online anywhere in the world at ctvnox.org. You can also find archive of some of their shows on YouTube where a fan has been posting them. Just go to YouTube and search for three words. Free Thought Forum Knoxville. Also, if you're interested in getting involved in the TV or the radio show, come to an Ask or RET meetup and talk to us about it. You can be our next co-host or guest. Now, coming back to our regular show, uh, we have um, Fanny from, well, formerly from Brazil, currently from Canada. Uh, welcome to the show, Fanny. And we have um, Wombat, our regular co-host. There's the Wombat. <laughs> no mistaking Wombat. And uh, he, we were talking about Fanny's uh, YouTube channel. She's going to tell us a little bit about it, uh, representing the politics that she moved away from in Brazil. Uh, back to you, Fanny. Thank you. Sure. Thank you, guys. Uh, uh, so, yeah, we were talking about uh, how it became to exist this channel. So I was kind of a pushed by... Uh, a little bit of a persecution on my Facebook where I was trying to make my 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 ideas visible you know so I started mm -hmm. on a, on the Facebook just like in between friends and Brazilians talking about how the Constitution in Brazil says the the country is secular and um, <clears throat> and after that just open discussions on my my religiosity you know more in the public uh -huh. because then it started like having friends sharing my videos i made like a little live videos on on facebook and then they start sharing and i started having like a lot of people inviting me requesting me as friends and i start adding so i had like in the in in a week i had like 3,000 people adding me as friends oh, cool. and I, I actually accepted because I was like oh I'm being heard and I think what mm -hmm. I'm saying is important but yeah. at the same time I got a big backlash a little bit on like threatens you know personal level mm -hmm. and uh, people trying to reach family and friends so I got a little scared and I decided yeah. to open the YouTube channel where I could like just talk about more stuff and uh, yeah uh, there is where I expose a little bit of atheism. I talk a little bit of epistemology, but I have never really tried the strict epistemology, a structured one. You know, like uh -huh. like Ty like to say, we are doing strict epistemology all the time when we're talking to people on everywhere. But uh, I've yeah, basically. But uh, I I have never never tried to like set in a little station and talk to people outside. It's uh, it's a great idea, anyways. And what I was trying to play on the channel was more like on the education level as uh, talking to people, you know, about, because one thing that a lot of Brazilians try to 
defend the president being anti-constitutional and saying that Brazil is Catholic or is Christian because 86% of the population is, is Christian. He's trying to play with the representativity and democracy, but in Brazil we actually are not, a, we are not a pure democracy. We are a democratic republic to yeah. protect the minorities. And, and, and that is one of the roles of whatever I talk in my channel, you know, uh, and uh, accidentally I bumped into some uh, what, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about NoFap movement. I've heard of and, it, but I don't know much about it. Yeah, so I have talked also about this, and this was another thing, another subject, hot topic that kind of uh, exploded my channel. It's very, it's a lot of uh, uh, related to epistemology and pseudoscience and argumentation. There's a lot of argumentation to go through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, uh, we have a, theoretically, we have a d democratic republic here in, in, ten, in uh, America too, uh, which is fine uh, if it would work that way. But so many of the religious right want to turn it into a theology or a theocracy. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've got to stand firmly in the way of that as much as we can. Because, uh, I mean, the government should not be in a position of picking and choosing which religion you should have. Uh, you know, they, they can't give uh, preference to one religion and, and shut down another one. If they're yeah. going to be a democratic, if they're going to be a representative of all the people. Yeah, and it's one, uh, just bringing back what I said, like it, the president in Brazil just like uh, weeks ago mentioned that he would pick a very evangelical minister and I think that was one of the things we were talking about not benefiting a group right. you know? and people mm -hmm. don't see it like that and I was like I actually made a post last week about this on my Facebook and was not popular because people try to not talk you know it's, it's like religion people don't want to talk about uh, don't want to talk about uh, competitions and race and uh, and politics and some subjects are, are really sensitive. People are really sensitive. But the important point is like they like oh it's no problem if he picks a, a very evangelical uh, minister and it's like no but he is benefiting a group and not uh -huh. you know like so not all the ministers candidates have the same right or the same will be right. competing equally and mm -hmm. they cannot even see that that uh, you know this and one. and they're not they're not giving uh, rights to other groups like Buddhists and uh, Muslims or any mm -hmm. others. They're, so they're, they're, they are picking and choosing which religions get government favor and which ones don't. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, it's discriminatory. It's discriminatory, and they think that discrimination is okay, you know, and that is the problem. It's like, which other discrimination you guys gonna accept? And uh -huh. and I, I I imagine that the list would grow surprisingly bad <laughs> mm -hmm. you know but that is the thing we need to stand and we need to talk about to be able to to set those limits and to set those lines what is okay and what is not and what is objectively according the law you know what is written in the Constitution let's do it to be equal to everybody to not benefit any group because then these things can turn around and you can end up in a bad position in the future. Uh, one one of the things that I actually mentioned, I made jokes because, you know, trying to approach the subject as 
different in different ways was like the joke was like we have a big community of Muslims in Brazil already uh -huh. and Hindus so Brazilians love barbecue and I don't think they really want to you say become that as a if Americans don't I'm offended now <laughs> no, 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 it's just because it's like kind of almost an identity, you know, like Brazilians in so barbecue, offended. like it's samba and soccer. So they, they use that. They, they Brazilians are proud of their barbecue. And was one of my jokes, like, what about you become a theocracy and in four years we have a Hindu? In the, right. you know, as, as a president and mm -hmm. he is going to ban barbecue. So all the the babies are going to start crying later for that. But right now, it's like no problem. It's like no problem if you force people to pray in the schools or if we teach or if we bring back creationists to, to science class. And it's like, no, that's why we're not going to do that. Yeah, we don't. You know? so, right, right. <laughs> They've got to be re ready and willing for the opposition to take over the pulpit. Uh, it, it's like, um, oh, what was it? We had a, a problem with the... Uh, uh, invocations here at the government meetings here in Knoxville and over in Lenore City and uh, so we have the rationalists of East Tennessee are a 401 or 5013c religious organization even though they're all atheists they, they set themselves up as a religious slash educational organization so they put in a uh, request to do the invocations and as soon as they got in there and got a, an invocation which it took them like two years to be able to get approved as soon as they started speaking, one of the people got up and walked out of the session. Wouldn't even listen to her. And then the mayor interrupted her halfway through it and stopped her from continuing. Um, but th this is what they consider, you know, e equality under the law. Right. But it's it's absolutely not. And of course, they don't even consider uh, Hindu or Muslim or uh, or Buddhists. Uh, in, in the invocation at all. There's a the fine, yeah, there's a fine print that comes when you subscribe to religious belief and it's not just all, you know, warm feelings and rainbows. You're, you're always making a sacrifice. There's always consequences for your actions. And this feeds in directly to the email that we got. Um, remember, you can always email uh, myself at letschatse at gmail.com or post at um, r slash street epistemology for feedback and we'll put your letters up on the show. But uh, yeah. I've got an I've got a new email address myself. Oh, go for it! Go for if it! If anybody for it. has has uh, questions for atheists, I've been sitting out having an ask an atheist booth in Knoxville for years now. So if you want to reach me particularly with a, a question about atheism, you can send it to ask an atheist at knoxvilleatheists.com. Hey, not bad. You got that. Yeah. That's, That's nice. nice. So cool. here's an email that I got from uh, Iman Brand. Uh, he's, his title is A Question That's Been Bothering Me for the Past Decade. Um, listen, he says he's a fan of the show and he's just wondering about um, a question that he's that's based on something his grandfather said a year ago or uh, some while ago. Um, he grew up Christian and he always subscribes to the Christian belief, but he was asking himself why. He asked his grandfather and he said his grandfather said basically that what it that what he said his belief believing in God it basically comes down to um i'm trying to summarize this okay so perhaps didn't think or believe that there if if he believed that there wasn't a god or an ultimate purpose beyond death uh but remained religious 
and lived his life according to the ideals and morals of the Christianity and basically did that, there wasn't any harm overall. So what would he lose if he maintained that belief? Whereas if he didn't have that, he would have a much more depressing outlook and he would still be, you know, dead. Well, it turned out actually not to be a god. So he thinks that could be a little nihilistic, but he doesn't see that's the upside. That's what his grandfather said? That's what his grandfather said. So he says, that might be a little nihilistic, but I don't see the upside to proclaiming that you don't believe and not living a life according to Christian values. It seems that the net win is if you did believe and well, follow let me the teachings ask, of Christ. I would like to ask him this. What morals or, or uh, does he claim to get from Christianity that you couldn't get from any other religion on, the, on earth and uh, or no religion on earth you know simply from community guidelines or community uh or human compassion or empathy Ooh, that's an interesting uh, i'm angle. just i'm curious yeah. what particular morals is he subscribing to that he wouldn't get if he didn't subscribe to christian morals yeah he says just follow the ideas and morals of such religion lived a decent respectable life died and realized that there was nothing after death there wouldn't be any um, issue if he had lived a life according to Christian values. So, you know, I I am reading right now a medieval Christian history, <laughs> uh -huh. and it's completely worked my idea of what Christianity is. I have to probably talk to a regular Christian in modern times, but back then it was a real. It was basically the mafia on a continental scale, and like yeah. if you were Jewish, oh man, was it bad? If you're if you're Muslim. Get ready for some crusades. There's just going to be people funding trying to murk right. you day in mm -hmm. and day out. Like, if you were anything other than a very specific standard of Christianity, it wasn't good. And even then, it wasn't Christian. It was the Catholic. It was the Catholicism. And 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 Christian pr pr Protestantism didn't even exist until, like, Henry's, like, post-Henry's age. So, or Henry VII's age. So, it's just some interesting things. But, yeah, I can see what you're saying. You get morality from you can get basically secular understandings, and then you apply a religious label to it. But I'm wondering, yeah. isn't this more like a Pascal wager? Yeah, I I really don't know what his, his email is trying to come across with. Wouldn't he's he be just better off Christian just life believing? Anyway. And it sounds like he's just trying to get him to stay in Christianity no matter what he thinks and that it's okay. Uh, yeah. I think, I think I've seen a lot of Christians uh, arguing that way to say like, oh, yeah, I don't follow the... I don't follow literally the doctrine, and if it's not harmful, why not keeping it? So my, right. I, I think what what uh, you said, it's just the perfect argument. You know, whatever you can find without religion, so there is no justification to keep it. You no. Know? So if you can have moral, if you can come over an addiction, if you can, if you find, and and that's what I'm saying, if you can, as we. We can find examples of people being moral, being good, coming over out of, of uh, addiction without religion. So if that is possible, we don't really need religion, you know. But uh, my point on talking about this thing on morality, for example, meaning of life and morality, those two issues that really, religious people really like to, to uh -huh. find on, on atheists, for mm -hmm. me, the answer for that is called objectivism. And individuality, you know, mm -hmm. and we need to talk more about this. Is a subject that I have uh, come across more recently in philosophy, uh, with uh, one of the, my last interviews with a, 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 a parody maker, a comedian in the United States, Raka Rakali. He's really into Ayn Rand's uh, philosophy, 
objectivism, uh -huh. and I think it is the answer for those issues that people, religious people want to pick on atheists, because there is such an objective morality that we all can find out with reason, you know, and we need to show them how harmful it is to well, have this arbitrary yeah. Subjective mm -hmm. moral that is religious because then they yeah. say, like, oh, it's not harmful, and then you bring mm -hmm. to them that it's like, but there is someone else that well, you don't even just have to across go that the far. street that uh, yeah. believe in the same, like, use the same methods as you to find out bad conclusions as it's okay to decapitate people that are infidels to my religion, yeah, you know. Yeah, like, and, well, what I was, was going to say. I was just going to say, you don't have to go that far. You don't have to go to Ayn Rand's objectivism to talk about secular morality. You can go to any town in America or any town in the world, open up their secular law books, and they have, they have rules, laid down moral rules of how you should live, what you should and shouldn't do. Oh, no, I'm yeah. saying to use objectivi objectivity yeah. and objectivism yeah. as a yeah. method, you know, that can be yeah. applied right. even but without can, need a book. So it's like you right. use your reason to say, like, yeah. it's bad well, to well, kill well, people, and we well, all can say, like, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. We, every city and town in the world has done that. And they have their, their their laws written down. They use secular uh, uh, thought and, and justice to do that. They don't need to go as far as, as uh, Ayn Rand's uh, version of objectivism. Just secular uh, logic will do it. Yeah, yeah. And empathy and but compassion. We, but we, we do consider that we, we do have other institutions that don't use the same method. Sure. And, and that is the thing. Is like they don't use the same uh, regime that is secularist. So uh -huh. we have Middle East countries that it's okay to throw acid on girls' face that do not yeah. use the yeah. veils, and right. it's okay to kill people that are homosexual or you know, not so virgin. They do not, yeah, or do not preach their own their the, the same religion. We so, have a way to objectively know that they're doing something right or wrong. But Fanny, we're we're nearing to the end of the show. Uh, how about we go into final thoughts for everybody? Perfect. Uh, final thoughts, Fanny. What are your final thoughts? You got like one minute. <laughs> go, Annie. No go, go, go. I, I think I think you guys gave me a great opportunity. I love this chance of talking to people, and thank you very much, Tyrone, cool. for putting me in this show. Not no, a problem. Not a problem. We'll was definitely a pleasure you back. to meet you and have this time with you guys. No, we definitely have a lot to talk about, so I think that's great. And then um, I would say, only for my approach for the Pascal Wager, I would say, like, don't you think you're God smart enough to only reward genuine belief and not people who are just hedging their bets to right. just try to win a free ticket into heaven by right. by saying, hey, I might as well believe it, even if it doesn't make any sense. Like, True. what does that say about your impression True. of the God that you worship? And then, Larry, your turn. Oh, it's just don't worry about going to hell. Everybody's going to somebody else's hell, so don't sweat it. And don't worry about it until they prove that the souls are real. And they haven't done that in over 2,000 years. Still no evidence for a soul. And that's it for this week. Thank you very much, Fanny, for coming Thank in. You. Thanks, thanks, Tyra. Fanny, how can we reach back. you again? You mind just plugging you? Yes. Yeah. How can we reach you? Or how can people find you? Oh, uh... On, on my YouTube channel or or Instagram or Twitter. Say the things. Say the things. <laughs> Say the links. What are they? What are they? What are they? At? What do I have to type into a computer to get to your YouTube channel? Fanny on Zai, F A N Y 
A-N-Z-A-I. You know, can search on YouTube or Facebook. Nice. Or Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. I'm everywhere. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's it. Okay. All right. See you next week, guys. Okay. Thanks, everybody. See you. Thank next you. Week. Later. Thank you for having me.